a Lifetime original podcast. Do you want me to intro or do you want to? You can do it. Okay. Uh, I love a Lifetime list. What is our podcast called? Okay. <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. If you're excited because your man bought you fruit, that is not a dynamic relationship. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not dynamic. It's not beautiful. But when in life has someone been like an accomplished teacher? I got to take that bitch down. <laughs> That's what you get. Because you know what was in that package, Megan? Cans of wet cat food. That's what you get. And hopefully you learned a lesson. He has gendered the jalapeno. Bad to the bone. Kendra, my God. That woman tried to kill you. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Perrigan, joined by the greatest bi-coastal bitch, <laughs> Megan Gailey. Hi, Megan. Hi, Naomi. Um, And I mean, you are just returning from vacation, too, though. I'm not really on vacation, but n- listeners, Naomi and I, we're getting back out in the world. We are. We are. We're trying it, honey. We're hitting these streets. <sighs> Megan's doing stand-up. Yeah. I was supposed to do a show, and then I fully, you know, they, like, pushed it back, and I was like, there we are, back in business again. Okay, Random great. cancellations. Ugh, and <laughs> if it feels good to have the show canceled, then you know we're fully back. <laughs> How was Palm Springs? Palm Springs was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. God, I love a pool. And yeah. Was I it loved hot, having- hot already? It was already hot, hot, like 90s. Oh my gosh, um, did Mabel, did her little feet get hurt on she, the- She really knew, she knows how to find her shade. So she okay, would good. just kind of lay, you know? But oh my God, Megan, I did put her in the pool. Anyone <gasps> listening, I will post an Instagram video of Mabel in a life vest, doggy paddling. I'll, oh I'll send it, I'll send it. I'm, I'm trying to have her get her groove back. You know what I'm saying? Did she love the pool? It was interesting. She didn't fight it, but I okay. don't know if she loved it. Like the look on her face is like, What's going Why on? are we doing this? Like, she <laughs> looks so confused. Oh, my God. Speaking of confusion, if our, if, oh our, if today's movie is not about confusion, Megan, I don't know what is. Okay? It's about confusion and evil and danger. Killer twin. Break it down, Meg. <sighs> Kendra's life couldn't be more perfect. She has a loving husband, supportive best friend, and a blossoming career. But after Kendra delivers a speech at an awards banquet held in her honor, her life starts to unravel. She discovers the cause of her troubles is completely unexpected. Amber, her long-lost twin sister, Amber resents Kendra's quote-unquote entitled life and is determined to even the playing field. I mean, that was a long log line that kind of told you the whole movie, but I really needed you guys to understand what exactly was happening because this recap might get confusing because it's like yeah. Amber, Kendra, it's like Kendra, Amber, Amber, Kendra, Amber, Amber Kendra. as Kendra, Kendra as, you know, it's like honey. Yeah. It's like, so the identities, if you had an evil twin, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. like what would that evil twin do to you? What's your nightmare? What's the worst case scenario? Well, sadly, I think I'm the evil twin. <laughs> like I think I think maybe there sometimes I wonder was there another twin and I killed it in the womb oh you definitely um, ate you definitely ate it you ate it yeah, for nutrients yes and so once we learned was that in middle school or high school that babies sometimes eat babies uh that <laughs> definitely was planted in my head as something that I probably did um wow. but my dad is a twin and I I like my dad a lot um <laughs> And I like his twin sometimes. Yeah, I like his twin. Um, but 
So I think it's a possibility I could have twins. That's true. What's your biggest fear of your evil twin? I would just be really nervous. My evil twin, like the worst thing someone could do as me is just like go on my Twitter or Instagram and just start saying a lot of hate speech, right? Like that's what I would be afraid of. Somebody coming out there and just like popping off, alienating all my beautiful white lady fans. Yeah. That's the fear. Yeah. And you know, uh, you, you think like, oh, black women don't get canceled. They do actually. And we have canceled as it is. We on hiatus naturally. I guess we'll circle back maybe in 30 years. It seems like we don't need to be 30 kids. years. I might still be alive if this diet takes. I don't think so. it's got to be like 50 years. I need to be well, like off the planet. Oh, no. But at 50 years, you may just be senile saying crazy hate speech on your own. <laughs> but then you can't get canceled because you're so old. They're like, oh, don't mind her. She's from a different time. What if I can't call CJ Filipino anymore? You mean when you're an old lady? Yeah, what if Filipinos, they're just like, oh, we got rid of that. <laughs> well, I asked I, his, because I heard Filipina, you know, Latina, Filipina mm-hmm. X. I asked his mom, I was like, do you prefer Filip- Filipina? She was like, I don't even know what you're saying, Megan. <laughs> she was like, I'm not even, I don't even care what vowel you put in there. <laughs> she goes, I'm not doing Filipina X, but thank you for asking. Honey. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, the vowel, what you just said about Filipina, reminds me of a moment in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, and later, we will be interviewing the writer of this film, fellow comedian Jenna Brister. So you guys, buckle in, because we're about to get into it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so this movie starts off and we are at an orphanage, honey. We are yeah. inside, but honestly, the orphanage looks very much like a house. Very pretty. Just like We're a in ha- Seattle. Right. And you've got two twin girls coloring at the coffee table. They're sitting down. They're identical. And, oh God, the matron of the house, the woman who runs the orphanage, very Miss Hannigan energy without yes. Carol Burnett's charm. <laughs> no, I was getting a lot of Kathy Bates in misery. She had mm. like a, she had a, ooh, yeah, very Kathy Bates energy. She comes in and she is just doting on Kendra. That's a nice drawing, Kendra. You're quite the little artist. Amber, yours needs more color. Listen, we see Kendra's art. It's fine. Right. And then we see Amber's art. It's also fine. They're three-year-olds. Like, exactly. Exactly. And Amber doesn't even seem poorly behaved. Like, it just seems like Eunice loves Kendra and doesn't like Amber and there's no real reason. Right. And so then Eunice is like, Kendra, remember that family you met? They're coming back today. And this sort of gave me like bachelor vibes. You know, <laughs> like someone's coming to get you. And so a family comes and 
Kendra goes home with this nice couple. We see her leaving the orphanage out the window, and Amber is just left there clutching a teddy bear, her her twin sister being ripped away from her. And then Eunice comes and snatches the teddy bear out of her hands, too. This one's her favorite. Maybe it'll be your turn someday if you can learn to be a good little girl and do as you're told. I mean, the whole thing, I was, because I'm with you, Megan, I was like, Amber seems fine, like, quiet at best. The children don't say anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're like... Perfect then. Exactly. You can't say one is cuter than the other because they're identical. But then it's like, oh my God. Anyway, so after that very depressing opening, we flash forward 30 years later, and we see Kendra... Miss Kendra Walker. Very gorgeous. Who went off with a fancy family. The one who got saved. And she is now being honored as educator of the year in a big ceremony. Working with children reminds me every day that life is precious. So be authentic and make it count. And she gets interviewed by the news. Like we wish, the news. we wish, we <laughs> wish teachers got this type of coverage. I know like, this whole film is how teachers actually need to be treated. Well, I, someone does get murdered and they're a teacher and that is bad, but it's not at school, but it's like, they're on the news. They're getting ceremonies. People are like, you're a hero. I'm like, right. this is, this is what we need to be doing. We do need teachers on the front page of the newspaper and being interviewed on the news for good things. I know. But now, Megan, here's a fun fun fact, though. Here's a question for you. Did you know that the woman playing Kendra and Amber Obbs played Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald on Passions? (gasps) Wow. She's on Passions. I didn't know that. Her name is Lindsay Hartley. She's also written Lifetime movies of her own and directed. Megan, she's a queen. She's a queen. She's a multi-multi-hyphenate. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, okay, wow, this woman, she's out here. She knows. She knows the thriller. She knows Lifetime. We are in good hands. Absolutely. So after the awards ceremony, she goes to a bar and she meets a handsome man. And I knew that this was her husband, but they're doing that sort of like, oh, we just met in a bar, which I try and get my husband to do all the time and he will not do it. That's so funny. I would never want to do that. Ask me where I'm from. He's like, Indianapolis. I'm like, like. Come on, let's have a little fun. So Kendra and Dane, husband, they're Ugh. they're good at um it's not even role play. It's just like fancy meeting a gentleman caller here. Excuse me, Mister. May I join you? Wow, in that dress you can sit wherever you like. They're very horny for each other. It's just a yes. very horny energy between these two married people. And they're having a celebratory drink, but Kendra orders a club soda Mm -hmm. and then gives this toast. And to you, the most handsome stranger that I've ever met, who is now officially going to be the father of my child. (gasps) Okay, very exciting, congrats. That's fun. She's six weeks and they are so excited. You get the impression that they've been trying and this is something they want. And so they are a happy, perfect couple. Now, the next woman we see looks obviously just like Kendra, but is twin sister Amber. And she has on a choker. So you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, she's the bad one. Exactly. Um, And then she's drinking a margarita. Okay. So far, I'm like, I'm relating more to Amber. Right. You are the evil twin, Megan. 
And then we see her steal a yellow sports car from a valet. <laughs> she drives it into an auto body shop, collects a stack of cash for the stolen oh. car, and then just leaves. Oh, my God. Wow. And, and she has it, her septum pierced. That's an introduction. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what we call showing and not telling. This one, for me, of you know, Lifetime movies, they are very economical in their storytelling. But this one was the most to me. Like, it was immediately like... This is who she is. This yeah. is how it goes. And you're like, all right, evil twin. They could have just played like, dun, 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 back <laughs> to the bone. Like that would have that would have worked over her too. As she's going through this um, cold open of hers, she sees on the front page of the newspaper, again, we wish, her sister, her twin sister, Kendra, for her teacher award. It's like so crazy to me because I'm like, they obviously live near each other. You see what I'm saying? Like, in yeah. all this time, they stayed in the same town, and they never crossed paths. This is wild, wild. Anyway, as I'm still like, I can't believe this is her first time seeing her sister in 30 years, Kendra and Dana are at home in bed, and he was not at her speech, which I thought was, like, actually kind of messed up. I was like, I did, too. I was like, why? I was like, you were working? But, it's like, but then Kendra's cool with it, so I guess I'm supposed to be cool with it, but... I was not. I was like, why no, weren't you there neither. for your wife getting a huge award? But then he, she's like buying nail polish and he goes, I love how girly you are. Yeah. I was like, because for buying nail polish and that's the moment I hate it, Dane. I've just, yeah. I decided I hate it, Dane. And I think we're like 12 minutes in. So well, it's quick. She's buying a midnight blue too. It's not <laughs> even like bubblegum pink. And it's mentioned that she's afraid of clown ghosts in open water. Now, I thought this was going to come back to play in the film. It did not. It's totally, I was like, oh, we are going to get a clown, we are going to get a ghost, and we are going to get some open water, and we we don't even see a boat at any point. Now, I'm confused, because it's, it's revealed later in the film that Kendra has no memory of having a twin sister. Right. But does Amber, like, when she sees her on the newspaper, she... She does remember having a twin because it was traumatic for her because she watched her be taken. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, like this is what got me confused too. Again, it's like I think Amber knows because can we listen to this clip? Yeah. Oh, did you get your picture in the paper? Did I ever tell you I had a twin? What? No, never. Yeah, we lived in the orphanage on the other side of the hill. We were separated when we were really young. Never knew what happened to her. Sad. Breaking up siblings? That ain't right. It's illegal. Okay. Oh, yeah. So she's did like, I did I ever tell you, you. I, had a, I had a twin? So it's like Amber knew, but then like, I guess never cared before. I guess, you know what I get the impression? It's like not until Amber sees that Kendra is like a baller. You know what I mean? Is that she like, okay, now I want to find her. Because I guess before she just assumed like, maybe she... It's just like me, stealing cars and drinking margs. But when in life has someone been like an accomplished teacher? I got to take that bitch down. Like, it's like, <laughs> she's, it's, she, it's not like she's Olivia Pope. Like, I she's know. a teacher who is nice to students. I know. <laughs> I, it, I, I, and it's like, I, that's not, you're not making tons of money. Right. You're not, right, right, right. you're not a clout chaser. Like it's like entitled life. Like it's, she actually is giving, maybe, maybe she's just like a, oh, you think you're better than me. And I think so. I think it's like, oh, holier than thou. Like she thinks she's so yeah. pious. I mean, Amber's not well. I don't know why I'm trying to like, I know. fully <laughs> go into her psyche here. Like it's like, yeah, if you want to kill someone, you want to kill them whether they're a teacher or not. Oh my okay. gosh. Now <sighs> guys, here's, a, here's 
the here's another thing I would like you to hear really quickly. Kendra and Dane are talking about their the baby and like how the baby is the size of a pea. Yeah. And then Dane says this. Wow, that's really tiny. <laughs> that is tiny. Yeah. There's like this whole chart that shows which produce item is the same size and weight as the fetus as it grows. That's kind of unnerving. Your baby's a jalapeno. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> Hot stuff. Did he just mm-hmm. say jalapeno? Y'all, yeah. I heard jalapeno. Yes. And that was very upsetting to me. He has gendered the jalapeno. It, absolutely. And yes. then I also felt like, come on, Lifetime. I know you're burning daylight, but you got to do one more take. You got to get that line clean. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was like a an inside joke. You know, sometimes how you do stuff. Have you ever like, <laughs> have you ever done a stand-up show and you're like, see if you can say watermelon 45 times, like as a fun gag no, with other people? No. All right. Have you? I've done some, I've had some fun bits at some point. <laughs> okay, I've so you're some... just having fun with yourself when you're Well, no, with other people, with other people. <laughs> <laughs> with other people. But I'm like, maybe he was like, let's see if I say jalapeno every take, if they just have to put it in. <laughs> Or maybe he was hoping that it's a female baby. Right, 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 right. But I don't know. God, that's insane. So at this point, Dane kisses a spot on Kendra's shoulder, and I could not tell if it was a hickey or a scar. We learn later that it is a birthmark. And unlike the ghost clowns in open water, it is important. Okay, (laughs) so... Next, we see Amber outside of the orphanage that they were raised in. And she has on a leather jacket. Bad to the bone. Um, Okay, so she goes inside. Eunice is still there looking worse for the wear. Worse for the wear, absolutely. Honestly, being wicked will age you. Yes, it does. If you run an orphanage and hate the children, it's not going to be a graceful aging process for you. Um, she has no idea who Amber is, which is surprising to me because it's like she lived there till she was 18. Exactly. You know, like, I That's like, like how bad Eunice is at her job. Eunice like yeah. could not care. And she was like, oh, are you mad at me? Like, yeah, Eunice was not impressed by the entire introduction, which no. I thought was, I mean, my God, we know Eunice is wicked, but come on, girl, at least have a little memory, some remorse, something. Hate to ruin your day, but you're too old to move back in. I don't want a bed. You belong in jail. This godforsaken place is my jail. We do learn that it is illegal to split up twins. Um, And so that is important information because I was like, damn, Washington State does not give a (laughs) lot. But Eunice did an illegal thing and is trying to cover it up in some ways. Listen to this. I want to know where she is. No way in hell. Who adopted her, names, and an address? Never. If you don't give me her file, I'll find it myself. No. Fine. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. Well, now we have the killer part of the twin. Absolutely. I did not think... She was going to kill Eunice. I will say it did it did surprise me. It really did surprise me too. But at the same time, the moment Eunice didn't seem to care, I was like, oh, she's yeah. about to get killed. Yeah. Because she, she's she too rude. Eunice was mm-hmm. too rude. And so I was like, okay, Amber, you know what? You have a lot of pent-up rage. You were obviously abused by this woman. I saw it. You know, like meaning I didn't think when she walked in she was gonna kill her. But then when yeah. Eunice started popping off the mouth, I said, 
Bye bye, oh, Eunice. This isn't gonna. This isn't gonna end well. And no. you get the vibe too that it's like, oh, I think Amber has killed before, um, uh-huh. because it does not seem to phase her so much so that she then goes through paperwork <laughs> after as Eunice lays dying and is like, oh. I found Kendra's file. Okay, thank you. Bye. Um, so she leaves with the file. The next time we see Kendra, she is leaving the school with pal Monica, who is a very supportive friend. <laughs> oh, that is such great news for Auntie Monica. Ugh, we I have know. another supportive black friend. She's doing the work. She's like, literally, she, of course, Kendra tells Monica she's pregnant. They hug. Monica's so excited. And then... Kendra's got this big meeting in front of the school board to prepare for. And Monica's like, you can do it, girl. If anything, I'm wondering, when does Monica get to talk about her feelings? Right. Because it's really Kendra, Kendra, Kendra all the time. Right. They're just chatting and they're about to keep talking. But then Kendra sees a student whose dad forgot to pick her up, which feels very, you know, deadly misconduct. Ten year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I was like, I get it. So she goes over and is like, here, I'll take you home and we can stop for like a smoothie on the way, which teachers are not allowed to do. Oh, really? They can't buy them things? I, I don't. I don't think that's allowed after all of the documentaries we've been seeing over the last few years. <laughs> um, and then we see that Amber is watching Kendra be nice Ooh, from another car. So we've got Amber spying and stalking Kendra, but all she's seeing is her being nice to a girl whose dad forgot her. And, <laughs> and again, she's, she's like, I gotta get rid of this bitch. I know. Also, you know this is my this is my favorite lifetime trope. Person in car watching another person from across the street. I love it. I wanna do I it. Love it. Like I it's I really feel like it happens a lot in these films. And I'm like, maybe Naomi and I are underutilizing. I have a car. Like let's go spy. <laughs> But you like, know, I'd love to get go- like glasses. I must have goggles. <laughs> I'd wear goggles. Car with you wear cool glass. goggles. <laughs> Are we incognito? <laughs> okay, so Amber follows Kendra to her house. They have a beautiful house. Um, Dane is surprising Kendra with reservations. Amber watches them kiss, pisses her off. Um, and then they leave the house. And then we see Amber imagining herself kissing Dane. What? Wow. Wow. The, now, Dane does, not, Dane does not seem like Amber's type, if I can just I speak, know. Like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But at the same time, I guess maybe Amber's like, I want to be the kind of person who would be with that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Uh, you know how sometimes when you're like, this guy is yeah. bad news, but like, I wish, but like to get him would signify something about myself. But he's not even bad news. He's like boring news to her. Right, 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 right. right. Oh, no, I was just talking about my own personal experience, and now it's just gotten, like, therapy. Listen, she's about to break in to Kendra's house when then the mailman comes dropping off packages for stuff that Kendra has ordered, and then Amber signs for the package, pretending to be Kendra. This is the gateway drug. I have packages for Kendra Walker. That's me. Thanks. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. Signing for her packages is the gateway. This is really um, bad and tough. You know, I had 12 packages stolen while I was on my honeymoon. (gasps) Oh, no. And, yeah, was there someone who was supposed to be checking on the house and taking the packages inside and did they not come? Yes, but the person who stole the packages, it's it's like a victimless crime in some ways because you you call the vendors and are like, my stuff got stolen. And they're like, okay. And then they right, send right, it to right, you right. again. But it was like these were these were wedding presents, and so yeah. some of it some of it was sentimental, and I was very upset. And I thought a quilt was in there, but it was not. Um, oh. But don't steal packages. It's really, it's so rude. Honestly, one time I had a package stolen, and I said, 
that's what you get. Because you know what was in that package, Megan? Cans of wet cream? cat food. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I said, good for you. Good for you. You yeah. wanted to steal something? Now you got yeah. some chicken pate. That's yeah. what you get. And hopefully you learned a lesson off of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You want all my Spanx thongs? All right. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dane is taking Kendra for a celebration dinner at the spot where they got engaged in some like waterfront place. And Kendra does bring up that she's adopted at this point. So she does know she was adopted. <laughs> Amber is back at her place and she's opening all of Kendra's packages, which yes. was kind of funny. Um, and then she showers and fully dresses up as Kendra, like does her hair just like her, uses the new makeup and puts on the clothes. Um, and then then she has this little. I'm gonna live the life that I was robbed of all those years ago. Kendra's life. Well, that's a lot to take on, even for you. Careful. Even if he's a nice guy, he's gonna notice that you're not his real wife. She's had it so easy for the last 30 years. You know, well, if she sees you, she's gonna flip out. She's not gonna see me. I'm gonna take her place. Wow. Okay, so we know her plans now are to steal Kendra's identity and take her place. <laughs> Absolutely, immediately. I was like- Pretty big goal, pretty big goal. Pretty big, immediately, especially considering you have yet to meet this woman, right? So you don't even know, because you could be identical twins, but like, what if Kendra has like a husky voice or a nasal yeah. voice? Or what if Kendra, you know, has a trick knee she's always talking about? Mm. You don't know yet, Amber. So the fact that you're like, I'm gonna take her life, I was like- Bold, bold, bold. And even even Amber's friend is like, okay, that's a little too much. She doesn't even know Dane. <laughs> like, it's like, what? She's like arranged marriaging herself to this man that I'm like, you don't know Dane. Dane could fully suck. Dane exactly. could fully suck. Exactly. Especially because it's a Lifetime movie. You know what she I mean? She heard that he made reservations and she's like, I gotta get my hands on him. Okay. <laughs> So Kendra's on the phone with her mom. Dane leaves to go play poker. So the house is empty. And then Amber is sitting across the street. Yes. Yep. She's outside stalking. Come on now, as she should. And so when she sees Dane leave, so she knows Kendra's there, but like Kendra's too distracted talking to her mom because, you know, I'm having a baby. She's not afraid of Kendra either. She's like, I can take that bitch. Exactly. So then Amber comes in the house and she finds Kendra's purse and starts rifling through it, taking pictures of her credit cards, her ID. And Kendra is like still upstairs chilling, which is like, ma'am, you have got to get a home security system because somebody is up in your house just fully in your bag. Anyway, and then. And then finally, Kendra hears a noise and like gets out of bed. And she as she's going down, she sees Amber running out. And mm-hmm. she's like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Then the police show up and Kendra says nothing is missing. So the cop is like, well, maybe it was a prank. And then Kendra's like, well, I, I didn't really um, get a good look, but I I think it might have been a woman. A woman. But I was like, did you notice the woman looked exactly like you? Like, were you like, it was a woman. She, did she it. also had she a did gorgeous it. mane of brown hair. <laughs> she had a hoodie up. She had her hoodie. She was like, I got to cover my hair. Yeah. Yeah. That's to give away the hair. But the cop gives Kendra his business card, which is like my favorite thing. He's into because- her. I, he was like, thank you, Miss. Like, he just, <laughs> All right, Miss Walker. I don't know. He was into her. It was very like, you know, in Lifetime movies, it's like my other trope. Cops giving a direct line. The cops being like, call yeah. me, come by. Door is always yeah. open. I'm like, these are very bored policemen. If they are. Yeah, they just cops, sit at their desk. They're like, yeah, call me anytime. I'm around. 
And and then of course Dane runs in after the fact, like, useless ass yeah. Dane. He's like, we got to get motion sensors. It's like you need to get you need to call GDT security <laughs> that they had in Sleepwalking in Suburbia, which we also think is in Seattle. I'm sure they've got a Yelp deal going on right now. <laughs> motion sensors are not going to do it. There was just right. a woman in your house. Exactly. Okay, so they seem kind. I mean, like it's they're spooked, but they're not like. Fully panicking. Right. Then right. we see Kendra and very supportive friend Monica shopping at a little boutique. And Kendra's card is declined. Mm-hmm. Kendra calls the card company and they tell her that there was fraudulent activity. They're going to put my card on hold because there's these like suspicious charges, massive online purchases. What? Yeah, I don't. Um... It must have been that burglar. They got your card information. Amber has maxed out these credit cards and she she's like, Surrounded by all these things, but as she's doing this, she is taking poppy seeds off of a bagel. Wait, aren't you like deathly allergic to poppy seeds? Yep, that's why I got these. She is deathly allergic to poppy seeds and is taking them off of a bagel. I thought that was the wildest way to get poppy seeds slash deal with a bagel that I've ever seen. I was like, I'm sorry, buy a plain bagel. But then I find out later she's doing something with the seeds. But I was like, uh, but you can buy poppy seeds. I know, just plain seeds. You don't have right. to get like a dozen bagels and then take off poppies. Like, that's really hard. And to she's, take off she can't she can't eat the bagel now that it's had the poppy seeds on it. Like, even if she's picked it off, it's right. like it's still if you're deathly allergic, you can't. There's not enough cream cheese in the world. <laughs> But as she's after she does all this with the dang poppy seeds, she's decided to watch a video of Kendra giving a speech. And she's like yeah. imitating her voice is what I've said. Very, about. very creepily practices her voice. Yes. But I thought, OK, at least now she's putting in the work. And then Amber picks up an invitation that Kendra got to attend this teacher's conference where we all know Kendra's like giving a speech. She's educator mm-hmm. of the year. She is a bastion of the teaching community. So. Obviously, Amber's about to get ready, y'all. Amber's about to get ready again. And this is where, Megan, you are so right. It's like, who's like, I want to steal your life and give a speech at a conference? At a teacher's <laughs> conference? Like, what? <laughs> that sounds terrible. Like, at least, not terrible. Not terrible, you guys. It obviously, my mother was an educator. I love teachers. Never met a teacher that didn't become my dearest best friend. <laughs> but like, to steal an identity and then just go speak at a teacher's conference seems exactly. like, Kind of a weird path. A waste. A waste Dane, of identity theft. For Dane. Oh my god. <laughs> Jalapena Dane. Okay? That's okay. the fact. So next we see Dane and Kendra. They're sort of going through this identity theft part of it. They're going to get all new account numbers. They got to keep the doors and windows locked. Like, duh. And Obviously. then Kendra has a nightmare of her and Amber as kids. So it's sort of like a flashback nightmare. And this yeah. is the first, like, that there's even an idea that Kendra has an idea that she has a twin. Right. Um. So then we see what... We know to be Amber because she's doing kind of like, hello. Um, (laughs) Amber, dressed as Kendra, goes into Kendra's nail salon and gets her nails done with the nail polish she purchased. Hey, Miss Kendra. Long time no see. How are you? Good. Okay, have a seat. Thank you. 
and they immediately are like, hey, Kendra. Yeah. Missed you, girl. Yes. I like these very tiny steps. She's like, first time for packages. Next, go to the salon. Just see what she can get away with. And then then Kendra is over here at her house being like, where are my packages? They did not come. So she's freaking out. And then she's like, okay, let me go to the bank and get this antique pendant that her mom had given her. And I'm just like obsessed with her having like a lockbox in a bank. That's, yeah. I feel like it's very Ocean's Eleven. It's very high stakes. And when she goes to the bank, she has to like cash a check because the accounts are frozen. She mm-hmm. wants to get into the safety deposit box, but she now can't find the key. Is everything all right? Uh, my key isn't in here. Could it have fallen out? This is weird. Um, I'm just gonna go home and look around. And as soon as I find it, I will come back. I'll be here. Amber, doing what I love, sitting in her car watching. (laughs) We see she has the safety deposit box key. So then Kendra's like, let me go look for it. And then 20 seconds later, Amber walks in and is like, Hi, Kendra. Did you find your key? I did find it. Yes, it it fell out of my purse. This moron cut me off. I had to slam on my brakes and right under the car seat. (laughs) Glad you found it. Thank you. I found, I found my it. key. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the same man that was just helping Kendra. His name is Marvin, and I love him. <laughs> Marvin leads Amber, pretending to be Kendra, yeah. to her safety deposit box, and she takes out the pendant and then is just like rifling through jewelry. Right. And Marvin is like, something seems weird, and <laughs> this. My wife and I finally tried that seafood restaurant you recommended. The name escapes me. That's so good. I'm glad you guys liked it. You know it. Um, right there on the water. What's the name of it? I don't remember. You said that's where your husband proposed. How do you not remember? Security. Hey, Marvin. Oh, my God. She whacked Marvin over the head right. with the safety deposit box and runs out of the bank. Well, now you, you can't. This is you too messy. You can't commit assault at a bank. You no. know, like, that's, yeah, exactly. there's cameras everywhere. Everywhere. It's like so, crazy. So Kendra is actually on the phone finding out that her packages were delivered and that someone signs them when the cop, who was hot for her, calls and said that someone impersonated her to open her safety deposit box. And Marvin said the lady had on the same perfume. Marvin, you don't need to know what Kendra smells like. Okay? To me, the idea that she has an identical twin who's doing things is so far-fetched. It is wild to me how quickly everyone gets on board. Meaning Marvin's like, oh yeah, that had to be someone else. And then the cop is like, you're being impersonated. I would literally be like, hi ma'am, do you have a twin? Like that, you have to just ask the question. Everybody's just so on board with it. She doesn't know. She forgot. She forgot she she had a twin. Now she does. Like at this moment, she's like, okay. Because... (laughs) It's like crazy. It's like so crazy. And then the detective comes to the house. He shows her the footage from the bank. And and Kendra's like, this bitch is wearing the clothes I ordered. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, these are my packages that she stole. And the the cop is like, doesn't it look like you have a photo missing? And like points at the wall. And obviously there's an empty frame hanging on the wall where one of their wedding photos used to be. And now Kendra's like, I guess she did take something. (laughs) How can she pull this off? She's a pro. 
I'm gonna go track her down. I will too. No, no, I'm gonna handle this. So he's like, I'm gonna find her. And we're like, I bet you won't. (laughs) Okay, so now Kendra's like, I gotta get to the bottom of this. So she goes to the orphanage and there's a new woman working there. Younger, brighter, I think probably an upgrade for the orphanage. Oh, definitely. I think the kids are now gonna be doing well, feeling good, most definitely. The woman is like kind of frazzled though and she says that Eunice had a bad fall and died. Um, so Kendra left the orphanage when she was three years old. I thought those little girls looked older. And you did? I didn't. I, I was did. like, they're, I was like, they're really tiny, oh, but okay. also three years old is old enough to, you know, have memories, use your words, know what's going on. That's what yeah, that's know what if you have a twin, I think. Absolutely. Um, so Kendra's file is missing, but she is able to tell her that she was dropped off anonymously and there were two girls and they were the same exact age. Okay. By Amber's name, it says that she was discharged. What does that mean? If a kid is 18 and still lives here, they're legally discharged from foster care. So then what happened to her? Uh-huh. Her information is missing too. That's That's odd. It is wild to me how little Kendra remembered. And I'm like, well, maybe she blocked it out. But maybe. They, you know, they always talk about like twins having like a psychic connection, having yeah. a deep bond. <laughs> that I would think that like, and they live in the same town, obviously, because yeah. Amber getting the local paper. Oh, of course, Kendra takes all this information though to her homegirl, Monica. Yeah. While they're jogging. See, that's what I will not do as black best friend. I'm going to tell you, my Lifetime movie, I'm not jogging. Don't you, you ain't going to get me to run. And they're jogging on winter break, which is really a no exercise time for almost everybody. <laughs> like, I'm like, teachers, take the time off, you know, just sit and watch The View for 14 days in a row. So she lets her know she has a mysterious twin. And Monica is like, I don't think a twin would rob you. <laughs> And I'm like, Monica, this twin is secret. She hasn't even introduced herself. She yeah. will be robbing, okay? <laughs> it's like, this is not a 23 and Me situation. The next scene I was not expecting, and it made me really upset. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Amber is back at the boutique where Kendra and Monica were earlier, and she knows that she has clothes there. So she's like, oh, I'll like pick up the clothes. I'm the one that actually has the accounts now Mm -hmm. and Monica just so happens to be at the boutique and she's like wait she starts calling after her because she's like she told me she was going to look at a crib with Dane right so I'm yelling her name and she's my best friend and she's not answering (laughs) right so she goes up to her and then Kendra I'm I'm sorry I'm in a rush what are you talking about are you supposed to be with Dane uh yeah no 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 see he canceled on me so Hold, hold up. You look like my friend Kendra, and 
You have the same name. Uh, who are you? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Oh, it's you. You bitch! Why are you pretending to be my best friend? The black no. best friend's fate. I mean, Amber truly has no remorse. There is no mercy. It makes no sense to me why she is just killing people left and right. And that you know she's not wearing gloves. There's no. got to be a sign. <laughs> like it's, it's like so obvious she did all these things. Yeah, like I'm like, she's going to get caught any second. I the know. wildest part of this is that when Amber is like peeling out of the parking lot, she almost hits this woman, which happens to be Kendra's adopted mother, Janet. Oh, my goodness. Can we talk about how everybody was, is within a five block radius? And I Janet's don't- like, Kendra, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? My daughter just stabbed a woman and almost run me over. Oh my God, that's so funny. Janet is wild though, but Janet's a fighter. Because later on, yeah. okay, we'll get to it because yeah. Janet killed me. Um, So basically, Kendra's watching the news, you know, when they're talking about Monica's murder mm-hmm. and she's like freaking out. I'm of worried course. about the baby at this point. Like yeah, she is stress, six months pregnant and there's everyone, Marvin, Monica, everyone she comes in contact with gets stabbed or beat <laughs> over the head. I know. I'm like, there's enough going on here. And maybe Kendra, you need to lie low, stay in the house, don't do anything. But no, the detective Mahoney calls and he's like, Kendra, you got to come in. And as you pointed out to me before, you were like, Dane and Janet stay at home, which seems weird. It is weird. Maybe Kendra like Mahoney too. Maybe the feeling's (laughs) mutual. And she's like... I want to go see what our connection's like down at the old headquarters. <laughs> Detective, are you watching this? I'm watching the security tape. How fast can you get here? I, I, I can come now. No, I'll drive you. No, it's okay. I'll be with the detective. Honey, honey, please be careful. So Amber is back at her apartment with all of her new stuff. I love how stealing her twin's identity is just Christmas for her. I know. Um, <laughs> And then Amber convinces her roommate, whose name is Lotto. Okay, not, I was we, wondering. I was like, because yeah. at first I was like, roommate, girlfriend, they're giving me a real Foxfire 1995 sort of, oh God, what was that movie Angelina Jolie was in? The, oh, Girl Interrupted. It's a real Girl well, Interrupted okay. energy in that apartment. And yeah. so at first I was like, are they lovers? But then of course, no, because she's like, I got to get with Dane. But her friend, it's like, they're like, we're street tough. That's the energy, yeah. right? Well, this if your nickname is Lotto, right. you know, like money comes from wherever you are is the vibe. <laughs> Lotto, of course, knows how to hack computers. Absolutely. Valuable. Absolutely. I'm sure I, if they met on Craigslist, Amber was like, do you know how to hack computers? Okay, you can move <laughs> in. Um, very valuable in this. And so she hacks into Kendra's email but she is mad at amber because she's like you are killing people now right you used to just do petty crime and amber said she's justified because kendra was the chosen one the chosen one and now the disposable one i'm gonna need you to work your magic get me into her email so you're right it's just like deep-seated yeah level of insanity resentment that has driven her to this rage to just you know be killing friends right um of the woman not even haven't even reached the woman yet <laughs> knocking marvin upside the head um and then there is a fruit basket and lotto goes to eat a piece of fruit and amber slaps her hand away <laughs> 
Oh, so now I'm just hacking for free. Don't touch that. <laughs> this is my edible arrangement. Yes. I felt like it was that energy. At least that's what I yeah. thought initially. And I just thought that was just so funny. Like, you don't get to have any. And I thought she's really becoming very, very bitchy and fancy. But that is obviously not the point or what the fruit basket is about. But... We don't get into that yet because then Kendra's at the police station and Detective Mahoney is like, well, what was your alibi, you know, during Monica's death? And she's like, I was buying a crib. And then the detective was like, congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Can I offer you congratulations? How far along? Any names? <laughs> He's like, do you need a godfather? That's what I feel yeah. like. I feel like Mahoney's trying to become the godfather of this child. And... It's and, and then he's wild. like, "You be, make sure you are safe. And it's like, get her protection. I know. Right? I know. She, like, puts someone on her, especially because the, the person looks just like her. Right. It's like, it's like, oh. Anyway, I just felt like, again, Detective Mahoney, for someone who has yet to do anything, you know what I mean? He's almost just like a support system. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like a friend at this rate because he's just like, we'll do something about it. I know. Oh, congratulations. Okay, just keep calling me. <laughs> That's why I'm saying when he was like, we'll find we'll find who did this. It's like, okay, sure you will. <laughs> okay, so now we see Amber, dressed as Kendra, at Dane's work. And she has a lot of cleavage on display. I mean, a lot. I said, and give me that bra. Yeah, yeah. And he is giving like a presentation and she's like kind of standing outside the boardroom like looking really sexy. And I was like, I hope these other men in the meeting are like, Damn, Dane, all right. Uh, And then she leaves a gift on his desk and blows him a kiss during work hours. Yeah. Okay, so now fruit basket time. Yes. Okay, so Amber drops off this fruit basket at Kendra and Dane, and then she spies on Janet. Janet gave me, Janet is adopted mom. Janet gave me a lot of Peggy energy. A real Peggy Gailey energy. She's very sweet, supportive little redheaded Bob. Yeah. Okay. So Kendra gets back home and she's like, ooh, a fruit basket. I'll eat it. And it's like, do not eat this fruit. Like, I know. I just feel like based on what's going on in your life right now, random fruit, no card, do not eat it. Exactly. She does because um, she thinks it's from Dane. I, and then, I think she faked the card and was like, oh, it's from me, Dane. I think oh. that's what she did because there's because I, I agree with All you. Right. First, I'm, like, I'm like, don't eat random fruit. But then she's like, oh, Dane got me fruit. And I just also, again, feel like Dane is whack. If you're excited because your man bought you fruit, that is not a dynamic relationship. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not, not dynamic. Right now. It's not beautiful. Not right now. Not right. I don't think it's appropriate for what's happening right now. Right. You know, maybe he can get you private security. Right. <laughs> so she eats the fruit and then she tells her mom, Janet, that she had a sister. Your dad and I had no idea. I just don't know why the lady at the orphanage would have withheld that information. We went there to adopt one child, but we had the means to raise two. We would have loved for you to have had a sister. This made me so sad. I know. Because it's like Janet and her now deceased husband, they just wanted children. They just right. wanted a child so badly. And if they had been presented with the option to adopt two baby girls, she's like, I would have done that. And Ugh. then you just like know that all of this is so unnecessary that it happened exactly. just because Eunice hates It's all children. Eunice's fault. This is actually yeah. all Eunice's fault. Yeah. Honestly. And And then Kendra starts choking, and that's when I was like, the poppy seeds! (laughs) Uh, So the scraped-off bagel poppy seeds have been deposited all over the fruit, and if Amber is deathly allergic, since they are twins, Kendra is also deathly allergic. 
Oh boy. I, I also, though, I was like, ew, I'm not going to eat fruit covered in seeds like that, like little black poppy seeds. Well, guess what? Fruit is covered in poop. What? Yeah, the ground has poop in it. This is why I'm not a healthy eater, okay? <laughs> this is exactly why I'm not a healthy eater, because the more I find out, the more it's questionable. Give well, me my prepackaged s- poison. When you go to the apple orchard, they don't. They say, don't take those apples off the ground. You got to pick them from the tree, because if they're <laughs> on the ground, something bad happened to them. <laughs> I think what it is is there's poop on the ground. <laughs> Okay, listen, poop on the ground. We have got to focus because Kendra is now in the hospital. What? Okay, and then they tested the fruit covered in poppy seeds, as we said. There's no way that there would be a fast turnaround on that. Like, (laughs) we have millions of rape kits sitting and they're like, (laughs) we got to get this poppy seed mystery solved ASAP. (laughs) They need to monitor her overnight because she's pregnant. So she is good. Again, I'm very worried about the baby. I know, me too. She does call it an edible arrangement and I thought that was exciting. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, we actually, got yeah, brand we got mention, a, court, a corporate sponsorship here. We love that for lifetime. Ugh, they cannot find Dane. Like she's calling him, calling him, and they discover, uh, lo and behold, Dane did not send the fruit. Right. <laughs> Hi, this is Kendra Dane's wife. Um, did he happen to ask you to send over an edible arrangement today? He didn't. He didn't send it. Then who did? Amber. So Kendra calls the school board and is like, I'm in the hospital. I can't come. And they are fully understanding. Of course. And then Mahoney gives an update that Amber is a criminal. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, we, know. we know. We know. He's like so um, behind. He's like, she has priors. It's like, honey, she has one big prior. Okay. Call her Richard Priors because <laughs> all she has done is commit crimes. It's and he's insane. like, I'm going to go get her. And it's like, get her then. God. <laughs> Okay, so Amber gets an email um, because she can see the hacked email and she finds out. Amber gets Kendra's email. So because Amber's in Kendra's email. Remember, guys, she's taking her life. And and Amber finds out via email that Kendra didn't die. and (laughs) She's just in the hospital and she's like, damn it. Um, And so then Amber calls the school board and says, oh. I just got out of the hospital and I will be coming tonight. <laughs> like she's like, I got to do this speech. That is not my speech to give <laughs> no matter if the poppy seeds killed her or not. <laughs> oh my God. If I was her, I would have been like, Oh great. I don't have to do the speech. Now I just get to relax in her house. Right? Yeah. Like Kendra's gone overnight. If you, you want to take her over, without just- the speech, you do not need to become a teacher to kill this woman. <laughs> but in the hospital, Janet is like, let me see if there's soup. Love or like that. what soup there is. Love it. And she and then she like goes get soup, comes back with soup and EpiPens. Such a Janet move. <laughs> Amber is at the school board presentation and she does well because someone's like, You're an inspiration. We don't even see the we speech. For all for all the prepping we saw Amber do, we did not even see the speech. Cause I thought she was gonna get up there and be like I'm Kendra Walker and I hate kids. Like I thought she was going to go up and like sabotage it. Right, and, like, exactly. Act crazy. And that was like the whole, po- like she was going to like bring her down. No, she just wanted to do a good job. She just <laughs> learned the speech and delivered it well. And someone is like, you're amazing, Kendra. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. It was so Okay, funny. so Amber finds out that Dane is at a work meeting at a martini bar. I think she like found out through a secretary or something, yeah. administrative assistant. And so um, 
Dane is at this bar trying to close a deal. He does open the present Amber left for him, which I think is a weird time. You know, I'd yeah. be like, we're trying to move and shake over here, right, man. Right, 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 right. Um, and then Dan notices that Am- that Kendra, who he thinks is Kendra, is there. It's obviously Amber. And she's drinking. And he's like, what, what is that? Isn't booze bad for developing little babies? Oh, honey, it's just one glass, right? It can't hurt. She's like, shut up, dude. Let me have a glass of champagne. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's not wearing her wedding ring. Yes, it's like, yes. you are both a, an alcoholic pregnant woman and you don't have your wedding ring. And he's like, okay. This Listen, is she's I having a night Dane out. is so dumb. Well, he's a little, he's three sheets to the wind. The deal closes without him. Right. Um, but they do close the deal. And then she drives them home. And I'm like, all right. So if Eunice was a nice person and if Dane wasn't an idiot, none of this would be happening. Right. <laughs> okay. Dane's coworker sees that Dane left his phone. Oh, boy. And calls Kendra from it. And Randy, that's the coworker's name, <laughs> says Dane just left his phone when they left together. And Kendra's like, I'm in the hospital. And he's like, I don't know. There was some woman here. It that was, was you. you. It was you. Um, and so Kendra and Janet are like, we got to get out of here. So they basically pull out all of her she IVs rips and her everything. IV. She <laughs> rips her IV, okay? Janet, she's got soup and EpiPens holding Kendra's shoes. They're just, and Kendra's still in her friggin' hospital gown, running in the hallway, running yeah. through the hallway. No one stops them. No, I think they're just like, I guess if that pregnant woman wants to leave, we can't tell her not to. I know. So back at the house, Amber and Dane start hooking up. And this is like everything that Amber has been building to at this point. She's like, oh my God, I got to give my school board speech and now I get to have sex with this man I'm sure I could have had sex with anyways. (laughs) And Dane, despite being wasted, is like, you don't have a birthmark. And that's what that scar slash hickey was earlier, a birthmark. So Amber grabs Kendra's teacher award that's on the bedside table. Okay. And bashes <laughs> Dane over the head with it. Knocking He's him out. out. It's like He's wild. Out. It was just, cra- again, Dane has been dumb as bricks this whole time. And then suddenly he just gets it together. It's not, he's like, where's your birthmark? Who are you? You're not her. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, okay, Dane, thank you. Thank you. This is the man I want Kendra to be married to. But we the used way, some of that earlier though. I know. But the way Amber just knocked him out cold and she does it so quickly like literally all you have to do is like annoy amber in any way and she's like knock you out knock you yeah. out yeah yeah yeah. you know uh-huh. she's really really short fuse um so kendra makes it back home and she's like you know trying to be quiet she wants to catch her in the act and she's like trying to go get upstairs janet's waiting in the car which i get i was like janet she need backup Janet, you need to be with her. They should have been walking together. Janet has to watch her six, okay? And that is military talk for watching her back. And (laughs) I felt like Janet should have been there, but Janet was in the car. And she notices, like, the motion sensors that they got going off. And then out of nowhere, Amber opens Janet's car door. pops up. She pops up out of, like, I screamed like I was in a a haunted house. (laughs) It was a jump scare. It was a true jump scare because she comes out, she, like, opens the door, and then, like, bashes Janet's head onto the steering wheel. Janet was just sitting in her car, y'all. Janet wasn't doing nothing. And she was like, nope. Again, Amber just wants to stop any person who would give her any pushback 
as she tries to become Kendra. <laughs> the truth is Janet could have been her mother. I know. That woman I know been your mama. She's mama like, Janet. I would have taken you if I knew. It's all Eunice's fault. <sighs> but anyway, while Amber's like friggin' knocking out Janet, Kendra sees that Dane has been tied to the bedpost in a very sexual manner. But <laughs> he's like, come to. So she's trying to help Dane and then Amber comes yeah. back in and then they okay. have a fight. Okay, y'all? And Kendra has a bat, which she, like, grabs when she walks in the house. And Amber has a knife. So it's bat v. knife. Look out! Amber, I've been going by Kendra lately. Why are you doing this? Let's just talk. It's too late to talk. You're 30 years too late! Ooh, Ooh, this is intense, okay? And they kind of have a bit of a tussle. And then Kendra, she doesn't mean, I don't think Kendra meant to do it, but basically like they're fighting and they kind of end up in the hallway outside the bedroom. And then when Amber lunges, Kendra moves her body and then Amber falls over the railing. Yeah. To the foyer below. The foyer. And I say in films, that's like 99% of the time they're dead. It is, but I was also thinking, I was like, she can't really, it's such a low, you know, it's like not even a full story that she fell down. But I did think to myself, I'm like, oh my God, maybe she broke her back or maybe, you know what I mean? Like I thought it was going to be something pretty bad. Like whenever someone just like hits the hard floor, I'm like, something had to break. This no, and good. it's it's actually not that bad because Mahoney comes in at that time and like <laughs> gets her right up off the ground. Like it's like, it's like Mahoney, you didn't do no, nothing. He comes no in and like he's helping needed. people. <laughs> <laughs> she's just on the ground and then she's up. But as she is being led out, her Amber and Kendra have like a very intense stare off where I think they're just like looking at each other like what could have been. For both of us. Exactly. But also, we need to point out that at this time as well, Janet is in the house. And they're like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. Janet mm-hmm. was like real chill for somebody who just got their head bashed in. Like, she was up. She was perky. She had just a touch of a scar. Yeah. I was like, Janet, you need to get checked. You no. are an older woman and you have been attacked. No, I think Janet has uh, lived a life. <laughs> I think she's lived a life. I think she's like, I got this. I think she could take an amber out on her own, but... She's like, that could have been my baby girl. And so she just put it, you know. <laughs> so then, six months later, classic lifetime, um, we see Kendra. She's pregnant. She's feeling baby kicks. Dane kisses her and her belly. And they kind of joke about I Amber. <laughs> like, yes. this is only six months and they're like fully past it. I know. <laughs> like, I was like, I wrote happy as a clam. How do you know about Amber? Because you kissed her too. Better not be. <laughs> it was like so wild to me how, like, joking, like, your sister, remember that twin you had who tried to kill you and ruin our lives? <laughs> <laughs> like, the baby's not even there yet. <laughs> like, baby could have uh, died multiple times. Uh, you know who is not over it, though, is Amber, <laughs> who we see in jail playing cards. Looks like she's made some friends. She's having a real um, Orange is the New Black moment. It's yes. beautiful for her. And she sees Kendra again on the news. Um, is it a slow news day in this town? I know there's there's more going on in Seattle. Not that teachers should not be recognized, but literally Kendra stay on the news. And it's like, there are things going on. There's international news you can always draw on. And well, at least this time I was like, maybe this would be on the news. Kendra is on the news because she ex- she is accepting the position of the new superintendent as of like the Seattle school district. Yeah, but, but can I say though, so yes, okay, she's superintendent, cool. 
But then she also says, I'm having twins. I'm having twins. <laughs> and no I was one, like, Penny, what are you doing telling this to the news? That's <laughs> that's why I was like, is this a human interest story? Superintendent with twins. Like, yeah. what? He yeah. don't, this person does not care about your twins. No, it was really, <laughs> like at this point, just give Kendra like a daytime show on whatever <laughs> the Seattle affiliate is. You know, like you guys love her so much. You're documenting every single part of her life. And so there's a woman who's like playing cards with Amber in jail. And she's like, you, who is that lady? She looks like you or something. And Amber goes, I was her. Blackout. 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 I mean, safe to say Amber's in jail for life. Okay. Maybe consecutive sentences. She killed two people. She killed two people. Two full deaths, two knockouts. (laughs) Okay. I was like, She's not getting out of there anytime soon, but it was like, but I also kind of felt like Amber doesn't seem to be broken down. You know what I mean? Like the look in her eyes was like anger. You know, she wasn't, yeah. Yeah, and I was hoping that maybe her and Kendra would have some, like a pen pal relationship. I'm I'm sure Marvin is writing letters and spraying it with that perfume. (laughs) So yeah, I I would love to know what Amber... Like, her correspondence with the outside world is. Right, 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 right. Now, Kendra's having twins. Like, is she worried one of them is going to be evil? Well, that's the thing. You know Amber was not inherently evil. It was just, even though, like, Eunice, she's like, you were always a sour girl. You know what I mean? Like, that's what Eunice says early on. But I'm like, she's nice. I was like, she just seemed like a quiet kid. If anything, probably just sad she was in a damn orphanage. And then, I was like, and then you, like, abused her and treated her like crap until she was 18. That's what made her evil. It was not, like, some inherent DNA. You know what I mean? No, that's what's so sad. That's why it's hard to, like be fully against Amber because she was a product of her environment. It's real nature versus nurture in this one. You're right. You're right. Oh my God. Okay. So I feel like we've talked so much about the psychology of it. And I think it is so great because now we get to talk to the writer of the movie. Mm -hmm. We are going to get the psychology behind the psychology. Oh my God. We are so lucky to be here with writer, and also comedian, okay, hyphens, Jenna Brister. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, so exciting. We are joined by the writer of Killer Twin, Jenna Brister. Jenna, thank you so much for hopping on with us. Oh, absolutely. No, I was so thrilled when you reached out. You know, it was a it was such a fun movie to write. So I'm pumped to talk about it. I love Jenna is sitting in front of a typewriter. Very <laughs> but also right. old, she's like timey, but also yes. fun color, aquamarine, <laughs> Tiffany blue. <laughs> yeah, she's like, listen, I, you're like my hair is so cute. I am so pretty. They're not going to believe I'm a writer, so I got to put this damn typewriter here to sell it. <laughs> this is my my COVID birthday present 
to myself. I was like, you know what? I got all this time on my hands. Maybe I'll start just typewriting. Uh, you got so, a painted white brick. I know, a white brick, the whole thing. Okay, so where did this idea come from? Do you have a twin exactly. that you hate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. Um, no, I actually have a sister, and people okay. mistake us for twins all the time, oh. but she's oh, my best okay. friend. Yeah, okay. so we've, right. yeah, we've never gone like, after But I do other. hate her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I love her so much. Um, she actually came with me to set. We went on the last day and got to yeah, watch. Um, and we make a cameo in the final scene, which um, Wait, in that jail scene. You're yeah. in jail? I don't want to ruin it. You guys are in jail? Yeah. I'm in the jail because they didn't have enough extras. So they're like, does anyone want to put on an orange jumpsuit? My sister and I were like, yes, please. And so in the end, you could see, you know, me. I think we have our hair up, yeah. you know, playing jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were playing cards yes. in jail. Yeah. That yeah. is so yeah. good. That is an Easter egg. That's so, a gift for the fans. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, but the idea came from actually working with um, the Lifetime uh production company here, one of the production companies that makes movies. And at the time they were like, Hey, you know what? Stolen identity is really big. And we want to do something like an evil parent trap. And I was like, I'll be right back. And so I went away and I just like came up with this idea and I said it in Seattle. That's where I'm from. Okay. So, okay, you know, cool. I was like, okay, I kind of get the layout. It's gloomy mm-hmm. and they shoot, yes. you know, in Vancouver. Yeah. And so, um, it just kind of came about, about the stolen identity. Wow. Like switching wow. places and, and how you can kind of try to fool your loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. that came into play when she was like fooling Dane and then fooling, I think, what her co workers yeah. or the guy at the bank, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like yeah. that. So that's, yeah. oh my God, I love that. Well, sometimes twins will do like an innocent switcheroo. And yeah. this is a very evil, evil. one sided. <laughs> one sided switcheroo that the other person is not aware of at all. Aware of. <laughs> and so that was, exactly. but that is so, that's fun. Now, you know, you know, you you have done stand-up, improv, moth, all of these things. Was this your first time writing a thriller? You know, were you already in that space? What was, you know, what was that process like for you? Great question. Um, it was the first thriller I ever wrote. I'd only written comedies mm-hmm. up until then. And I think some looking back now, I think it helped me not be at all precious. Mm. You know, like there's a certain level of um, cleverness that does go into thrillers, especially something like that when there's twins and you're like kind of managing a lot of different tracks. Mm -hmm. Uh But since there were no no jokes had to be in it, um, actually, there's a version somewhere on my computer that is the like funniest version of Killer Twin. Okay, we've got to read it. We need it. We need it. We need it. I'll send it it to you. (laughs) Um, And I remember getting notes from from, you know, the higher ups and they're like, hey, yeah, about all these jokes. And they just had a pass. They're like. Just took out all Everyone. the jokes. And I was like, you're right. Oh, I'm not going to fight wow. you. You're right. I just, I put them in there for fun. That's just for me. Right. Right. Um, but it was, it was totally different. And also interesting that, you know, someone who, yeah, like you said, like a lifelong comedian would get into this thriller space, mm-hmm. you know, it's very, uh, very odd. But it, I sure. mean, you did it. I mean, you knocked it out of the park. It was like truly oh, li- lifetime catnip. You know, Megan and I, real lifetime heads, we do plan to yes. be in a lifetime movie one day. We'll probably have to yes. write it. And so, yeah, j- we will. And we're comedians too. Yes. So oh, yeah. we're going to have yeah. to put, I, but I do think if you can write comedy, you can write anything. Agreed. That's what I've told you. Ha- I have never <laughs> told myself. I haven't written anything, <laughs> but I, I in, spiritually, I feel like we can. <laughs> yes. This movie does say something about sort of the foster care system in our country, <laughs> or like a lack thereof. Eunice is evil. Eunice is so bad, and oh. 
Now I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, and Amber, Amber's the bad yeah. one. I'm getting yeah, confused Amber's in my oh, head. Yeah. No Amber is the bad mm-hmm. one. Of course, you're mm-hmm. right. Amber is a naughty girl's name. <laughs> but it's like, Amber it is. is not, she's a sweet little girl who's treated terribly and made into this monster. I don't think those are her natural instincts. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you do end up kind of, I mean, she's very quick to kill people. But you do end up sympathizing with her because it's like, oh, this is, we're seeing nature versus nurture play mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. You're I so guess that right. Was less of a question. <laughs> that was okay. You were oh, like no. at a panel right now, a WGA panel, where you're like, I have a question. And these are all my thoughts on the motion picture. Here's my resume. <laughs> no, but you're so right. And I think that is something I kind of wanted to set up. Um, that you know she's not born evil. I thought yeah. that because that's an interesting you know trope that you can see. And actually, after the movie came out, Lindsay and I had met a bunch of times and we're pitching Killer Twin Returns. Okay, where Amber is <gasps> yes, out of a clink. Yes. Yeah, so it's it could still happen. You know, wow. but, well, this is what I yeah. said though. I said if there were a qu- my question was literally going to be if there were a Killer Twin sequel, how do you think it would go down? Now you don't have to tell us your pitch, but here's what I imagine: we got to have a prison yes. break. I mean, if Amber's yes. not breaking out of that prison, I don't know what her life has been good for. And then <laughs> right. she's got to take one of Kendra's babies because Kendra's having wow. twins. Wow, she got to take one. Wow. Oh yes, take one. okay. There, yeah, there was definitely gonna be like a carpool snatching. That was definitely in the notes. <laughs> like, yeah, and because I do think Lotto, the friend, she could get her out of jail. You know, she yeah. could hack the system. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then, but then maybe you and your sister, you get to run out of the jail too because you're in their eyes. Well, <laughs> you know, so, you're so like true. we have to Double come back those. and reprise our role as extras from. But the no, prison. now we're like full <laughs> yes. on characters who help Amber like make a go of it yeah. as a real person. Yeah, exactly. Right. We have our own storyline. Exactly. I loved. Lotto. That was such a fun character to write. And that actress was, she crushed it. I mean, they all did. They were all so good. She did a great job of being like, listen, we're criminals, but we're not murderers. Like, like, their apartment looked nice. You know? know. And it was like, oh, they do the dishes. They have it decorated. This is like a good criminal's apartment. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, she's not bad at what she does. You know? I imagine it's like some sort of crypto hacking. Yeah. You know, she was on the computer. Which luckily you don't really have to explain it in Lifetime land. You're just like, that's, okay, that's the truth. Great, let's move on, you know? (laughs) In every Lifetime movie, there's a hero, there's a villain. Megan and I Mm. would like to contend that there are also other heroes, other villains, other than the ones we are supposed to believe in. And so now, for Killer Twin, you know, if you had to say who was the real villain, you know, not Amber, who was another villain? Who was the real hero, not Kedra? What would you say? Oh, okay. Good one. Great question. The real villain is the twins' mom. Wow. Oh, wow. Who started the who started the cycle? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because Eunice would be an easy one too. But I'm like, let's go further. Yeah, let's I, ratchet it back I put a little bit. Eunice in there. I'd also look. Dane. I find to be dumb as bricks. I really couldn't take yeah, him. I know. <laughs> I based him off an ex boyfriend. Like, I made him that way on purpose. <laughs> He was based off a comedian ex-boyfriend, like verbatim. Really? Like exact quote. He was based, wow. honestly, that sounds right. That makes this perfect is, sense. This yeah, so exciting. Yeah. Gosh, this is juicy. If we had a Patreon, we'd be doing the after-after <laughs> show on that. And we would naming be names. naming names. Okay? That's the thing. It's like, don't do it if you don't want to get called out Thank for you. It. Don't do anything Thank wrong. You. We're being nice. We're not even calling them out. We're too exactly. nice. We're too exactly. Exactly. Nice. And then you're right. The real hero, gosh, you know, I think Monica 
Monica yes. can't, yeah. you know, yes, she's the a best good friend. friend who stood up. She's a good friend. Mm-hmm. I'll also contend that mom, because I do love mom that mom literally gets yeah. clocked in the head on a <laughs> steering wheel and then is like, I'm good. She's the best. <laughs> Watch and it. mom also was like, there were two little girls. I would have taken both of you. Know. You know, like mom, it, it, that it could have all ended then. They could have had a lovely, they could have both been teachers. They could have <laughs> been like, oh, I'm I'm I don't want to go teach today. That's okay, I'll go teach and pretend I'm you. That would have been fun. That's so true. It would just be like one cold open and they're like, okay, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> and the mom's like, you're both good artists. <laughs> yes. Um, that's a great question, though. Yeah. And that's what's so fun, like the different shades of mm-hmm. them. Absolutely. Well, we have to give, I want Jenna to listen to a voicemail because maybe this will help as she's oh, working yes. on her on her products. Now, Jenna, we have, um, we have a call-in number and we have our listeners call in and tell us, you know, their real life stories that could make a lifetime movie. And they are too oh, cool. good. And you guys, if you are listening and you want to call in, the number is 212 212- Four two four seven three three eight. I'm gonna say it again. Two one two four two four seven three three eight. Now, Jenna, there is one that we just got that we thought you would really be able to appreciate <laughs> as a, just a comedian, just to like know what life is about. You know, um, this is amazing. Now, Julie, our wonderful producer, can you play option one? Please leave your message. Hi, Naomi. Hi, Megan. Love you both and love Lifetime. Thought you might enjoy hearing my horrendous dating story. I was seeing a guy for a couple months right before COVID hit. Uh, Nothing serious, but we confirmed we're both only hooking up with each other for coronavirus safety reasons. Well, I live in Brooklyn, so naturally this guy was a white stand-up with a comedy podcast. I didn't hear from him for a bit, so I got curious and listened to his wildly unfunny show. (laughs) And he bragged to his friends about breaking quarantine to go sleep with a random stranger from Tinder. And this was when New York was a really big hotspot. So, yes, I got dumped via podcast during a pandemic. But honestly, good riddance. What an inconsiderate douchebag. Wow. Oh, oh my wow. God. Okay, so my, oh. first, my first reaction is we, Naomi and I 100% know who this is. Like, I don't know <laughs> I who it is. But like yeah, we know my, him. my move, my lifetime movie is going to be discovering who this white man with a podcast <laughs> is in England. And that's, yeah, we've I mean, dated him. That's exactly. a needle in a haystack, but I'll get to the bottom of it. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Line him up. Exactly. What an idiot. Like, and, what an idiot. But it's what? also just like to ghost somebody. Honestly, I just wish he would have gotten both an STD and the coronavirus from whoever he hooked up with. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, like as the karma wow. of it all. <laughs> Then yeah. you've got then you've got a struggle on the top and the bottom, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. You're mm-hmm. on a ventilator and you need a cream. <laughs> I almost think that or so hypothetically, our lead girl mm-hmm. goes mm-hmm. to an open mic she knows he frequents, wow. puts her name in the hat. Mm-hmm. Then she also had like put out a blast to all of her friends on the apps. They all the girls go to his show or something. Yes, I love this. And then yes. she somehow like rats him out. Or there has to be obviously a murder. Early on, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> definitely, obviously. So, like, someone, someone, yeah, somehow, you know, someone. He's gets a murderer, murder. I think. I think he's like a douchebag and a murderer. It's called dying and- laughing. Ooh. It's called dying laughing. <gasps> oh and, yes. yes. And like she meets this comedian, and he seems so charming, as they often do initially. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, mm-hmm. like, why is it that he's constantly getting bumped bumped up to headliner because the headliner mysteriously disappears. <gasps> Wow, that's so true. And he doesn't have a bed frame. Absolutely, mattress on the floor. Mattress on the floor. Mattress on the floor. He has more roommates than dead bodies. He's killed. (laughs) Uh, Yes, 
That is so hard finding out on a podcast. Like you're being supportive, listening. I know, I know. But does it? Don't you know she's gonna listen? Exactly, exactly. It's like Ugh, yeah, these men. It's so stupid. You're better off. I know. You're better Thank off. Thank God. Thank she God. knows. She knows. She is. But it's like yeah, to put to, to then put someone in harm's way with COVID too. It's like mm-hmm. it's a double whammy. You're not just cheating. You're gonna give me a disease I could die Ugh, from. Yeah. That's messed up. Oh, I, wow. I'm glad she called in. I know. That is, <laughs> that was, bru- yeah. that's brutal. God. But, but, I'm glad she found out. But too. she sounds I'm okay. Like, yeah. She's a survivor. She's like his pot. She's like good yeah, riddance. She's a survivor. Which is like very good. Mm-hmm. It's like you found out and luckily you're not the one who he met on Tinder and just infected. And it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You dodged a bullet. Ugh. But it's like these dudes in their podcasts, it's just like, don't you realize? Like this is literally a, a, I don't know what is it saying like a legally binding like I could use this in court. Okay, we can use it in yes. court. Yes, Queen Icon oh. Legend Jenna Brister. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you even more for writing Killer Twin for us. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are awesome. <laughs> that was a gift. It was beautiful to be able to talk mm-hmm. to the creator because there was a lot in Killer Twin that we needed to unpack. A true blessing. Mm-hmm. And it's good to get into the mind of the creator. Always. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I think that was satisfying. And now we just got to keep on trucking. You guys, we got another movie next week that is even wilder than Killer Twin. Next week, we will be watching My Husband's Deadly Past. It is following Mm -mm. wife and mother, Karen, who is haunted by visions that suggest she killed a missing woman, but something isn't adding up. And she starts to suspect that her psychiatrist husband, Otto, has manipulated her memory to hide the truth of what happened. Take a listen to this. You okay? I'm not sure. What is it? I just had the strangest dream. Well... You're in luck because strange dreams are my specialty. I'm not kidding. It scared me. I thought you never got nightmares. It's just it. It didn't seem like a nightmare. It seemed like. Like what? Wow. You can watch that on Lifetime Movie Club. I know Naomi and I are excited for this one and excited to hear all of your thoughts and voicemails. So we will talk to you next week. Bye. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. (laughs) I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. With Chris Boniello as sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. Us! 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host, okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 